Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kay and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Twitter, follow the show at Strict Anonymous or follow me at Cartoon Therapy. If you want to like my Facebook uh, page, you can, but I don't do anything on there. I'm really terrible with social media. I'm terrible at promoting my show. Uh, but what does help my show is if you subscribe to it and if you write me a review. I need reviews. I get so many people listening to my podcast, but nobody really writes reviews. And I think probably because they use your iTunes like name and maybe some people, you know, don't want their name to be like right there, like that they're listening to shows like, you know, so-and-so fuck their stepmom. I don't know. I'm, that's what I'm assuming. Um, but I get, and I get that if that's the case. So, but if your iTunes is like a weird name, right. And it doesn't really spell out your name, like write me a review. I could use them and they really help the show. Uh, if you want to be on my show, I'm always looking for people to call in. It's a call in a show where I talk to people about all kinds of stuff. Um, if you look at the titles, it looks like it's a lot of sex stuff, but I like to talk to people about anything, you know, and especially problems. I like to help people with their problems. So send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. The girl I have on today doesn't have any problem at all. I mean, this girl is having a lot of fun and she calls in to talk all about it. She's a a female who's called into my show before. So many people write me and say, a lot of my uh, male listeners write and say like, when are you going to have like more females on, right? Uh, And Molly was on before and I reached out to her to see if she had an update, right? Because I was trying to get more females for my listeners. And she said, yeah. She had some updates. And like, let me tell you, her updates dates do not disappoint. Uh, she was on a, a long time ago, but the podcast is still up there. It's on 91. Um, episode, no, not 91, 92. And her name is Molly. You can listen to that. She was basically a girl that was in a lot of relationships. And then she got single. And she just started to screw with a lot of people, men, women, and all that kind of stuff. And she was like on like adult websites looking for people. And she had a bunch of hookups. We spoke in the first episode. We talk about all of like her first experiences and they're really hot and you should go listen to that episode to get the backstory on her um but where we pick up now is like she's much more of a professional whatever you want to call her i don't know if you call it a swinger or i don't know but she's like uh she's doing all kinds of things she gets in her car and she travels sometimes she gets on a plane and she travels for these rendezvous because she does live a double life um and like i said she's just a girl who like really likes sex and uh screws a lot of people she's bi she's so she's with men she's with women she has gangbangs she like i said she double dips triple dips she doesn't even double dip and triple dip actually she does more than that she's like been with many people in one day like separately and then she's been with many people at one time 
in, like I said, a gangbang. And she also has been with some former NBA players who they live a very interesting life. I'd love to have them on my show (laughs) because the kind of shit she gets into with them is like fascinating. And we talk about all that stuff. We talk about her trip to Vegas, her trips to Vegas, what she did there, all of her gangbangs, her bisexual experiences, all that, and then some. So uh, I'm going to be right back on with Molly. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Uh, hey, Molly. Welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast for your second time on the show. How are you doing today? <laughs> or tonight? I'm great. Thanks. Thanks for having me back. No, I'm so glad to have you back. You don't understand. Like, I get, got, uh, like, people email me all the time, like, listeners of the show. And guys are always emailing me, like, when are you going to have, like, a really good girl on your show? You know, because men love, I think, like I said, you were, like, the unicorn. You know, you were, uh-huh. like, the girl that really was on Craigslist or these, like, adult friend fighters I think you were on, like, really looking to, like, scream. Have sex with random people, like that's what you were doing on there. Yeah, just to to have a good time and then move on. (laughs) Really, I'm a big woman. I don't have time for that kind of relationship stuff and. Right, but I think guys don't, you know, guys like love to hear about women like that because it's very hard to find. There's few and far between, right? Um, And so people could listen to your first episode, which is full of like really hot stories about all the things that you you know, did, because, like, what happened was, like, there was a big shift in your life, too, right? I mean, it wasn't like you were always this kind of person. Like, all of a sudden, you just decided to sort of open yourself up to that, right? And then you went out there, and you were with women, you were with men, like, you were doing all kinds of stuff, right? But it wasn't, like, something you had done all your life, right? No, I was a relationship jumper. Um, You Mm -hmm. know, I was rarely single for long. I was just, and it wasn't, because that's what I was looking for. It was just kind of, that's just how the natural progression of things went. And then No, it's I like went, everyone has patterns. That was your pattern. I think people have yeah. patterns, you know, and everyone has them. And that was your pattern. But you really broke it. <laughs> oh, I re- yeah, I went, I broke it and then And then it. some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then some. <laughs> yeah, so, I, you know, I went through a breakup and I was just, I was just tired of, and you know what? It was kind of a one-off thing with him where it was just he was accusing me a lot of a lot of things I wasn't doing, and I was just, you know, jealousy and this and that. And it was just like the, every negative part of a relationship was just, that's all it was. And so when it was over, I was just exhausted, really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was ready like, to I put it like, with it anymore. Right, like just mentally, emotionally exhausted. And you just want, like, and you, so you just want, and what made you think, though, like, I just want to go have sex? Like, were, did you, were you just, like, suddenly more horny than usual? Were you always, like, a super horny sexual person? Like, what made you go in the direction that you did? Well, and I think it was, I have always been like that, but I would get in relationships, and then they'd kind of get stagnant after mm-hmm. a while. And it's, you know, and to me, it was just that's how things would go. Like, you know, it was a routine and I didn't like that, but you know, I don't know. I just would go along with it. 
Right, and you because weren't cheating or anything when you were in the relationships, no. right? No, right. no, no, no. I was, I, I never really, uh, you know, there was a couple times here and there. I never had sex with anybody else, but probably did some things that I shouldn't have. But it wasn't, you know, a, a thing that I did all the time. Um, you know, the once-off thing, and I usually told him about it. But the last relationship I had, I hadn't done anything wrong, and I was constantly being accused of it, and I was just frustrated. So when I got out of the relationship, um, he had the one—he was the one who had turned me on um, to Fet Life. And Fet Life, I, F-E-T. I, yeah. People speak about that. On my, I always think when people say it, I hear Set Life, but it's really Fet Life, right? Yeah. F-E-T. Yeah, fetish. Yeah. Uh-huh, fetish, yeah, Fet Life. So he yeah. turned you on to Fet Life. He had, yeah, he had started a profile for me, and then we broke up, and I didn't look at it for a while. And then after about a month or two, I think I came across it again somehow, and I started just out of boredom uh, looking into it. And I, right off the bat, met a couple. And what I really liked about them was that there was no secrets. There was no jealousy. There, You know, they were having sex with other people, and it was okay, and they could talk about it openly. And I was just so fascinated by that mm-hmm. um, that people could have a relationship like that. I had never seen an open relationship before. Right. Um, and, did, and was that a couple you were just talking to, like via email, or did you were you just, like sleeping with them? I don't remember. Uh, but don't, we won't that, get into it. They could listen to the first episode. But were you sleeping with them? That's how you knew about their whole relationship, or were you just like emailing them? Uh, we were. We started out emailing for about maybe two weeks, and then we met and did my first threesome with them. Right. Okay. Cool. And then uh-huh. we kind of just kept on chit chatting, and they would come visit me, and you know, sleep overnight, and we'd have threesomes and I mean it wasn't an ongoing thing we maybe did it I want to say two or three times mm-hmm. but um I just remember I just don't remember if I talked about it in the first one but he was emailing me from work or I mean uh text messaging, messaging me from work and I didn't know if she knew about it and I didn't know how to bring it up and I didn't know you know if I was uncomfortable or if I should be uncomfortable and then when I was visiting them she made a mention of it. I go, oh, so you know about that? And she goes, oh, all those messages were coming to my iPad. That's when I was like, wait, what? <laughs> right. So that's when I realized you could have, you know, she knew about everything and she was totally fine with it. And, you know, and that's when I was like, wow, these, you know, these kind of relationships. And I think deep down, that's always what I had wanted. Mm-hmm. I just didn't. And I think I kind of mentioned it to a couple of boyfriends in the past, not to the point of being open relationship, but... Um, you know, I was with someone for a short time and then I was, we were separated for about six, seven months where in that six, seven months, I was like, if he had had sex with somebody else, like I wouldn't really be mad about it because, you know, people, it's a primal urge for, especially for men to want to have sex. And I'm not there to do it as, you know, as long as So you weren't the jealous type or possessive of like sexually of your man at all. You didn't feel that way. I didn't think so. I I was never really put to the test on it, so I wasn't 100% sure. Mm-hmm. But then watching other people do it, I was like, oh, I'm, I can totally be okay with that. Um, right. But then I had so much fun just being the single woman in that kind of lifestyle that I don't really want to stop. <laughs> right, right, right. You still haven't been in a relationship. And so, like, what people could do is go listen to episode, I think it was 92, uh, and hear about all of because we're going to do like an, you've done a lot more stuff since then and that's what we're going to talk about but if they want to hear like all of the stuff that you started out doing because like you slept with that couple I remember there was another woman that you were doing something there's like a lot of really hot stories in that 
uh, episode, uh-huh. number 92, that they could listen. Now, I know when I emailed you, because I reached out to you, because I was like, what, you know, because I don't get a lot of emails from women. And when I'm on Craigslist, I think most of the women aren't really real on there. So it is hard to find women. So I was like, do you want to come back on for, a, you know, an update? And you were like, yeah, you know, because you're still out there doing your thing, right? Mm-hmm. And you sent me this interesting email and I don't like, and you're like, oh, like, you know, this has all led me to like a couple different things, you know? And something sounded sexually like some, there was two NBA, former NBA players. There was some trips to Vegas, you said, a business yep. or like, a, yep. you know, something like, <laughs> I don't know if the business has anything to do with sex or if that's, or, you know, but like this whole well, lifestyle has led you to things, right? So let's like talk about that kind of stuff. Um, I actually, the NBA player I met on, oddly enough, Plenty of Fish, but he, there was a comment in his profile, um, saying that he was part of the lifestyle, which is like the swinger lifestyle, um, at the very end. And I caught it and I messaged back and he's actually married and has a girlfriend and both of them are okay with what he does. Mm -hmm. Um, so we went out, like I met him on a date and then me and him and his girlfriend all, we had a free from the first night that I met him and it, it was great. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> okay, wait, let's start. Okay. So this is where we're going to start, right? So you're on Oak. Okay, you're like, so right now you're single, right? And you're just having yeah. fun. So you're on plenty of yeah. fish. Are you still an adult fen- friend finder and fet life? I, my profile's still there, but I'm rarely on it. Um, mostly because I found um, a couple other sites. Um, the Lifestyle Lounge, which is a little more, it's a paid site, so it's a little more of a classier set of people, I think. I uh-huh. mean, with Adult Friend Finder, I mean, if I'm bored on a Friday night, I will sign into IM and just watch the messages roll in and just laugh my ass off because they're hilarious. These people will say anything and, you know. Right. And just like, really, do you think that gets you girls? Because... I don't know where your mind is right now. (laughs) No wonder you're on, you know. Right, right, right. But so you have different websites. So you have different websites because you got into like this whole lifestyle and you were like having fun having like all this like really good sex, right? And so Uh you're still on these kind of websites. You're on, you're still on, I'm assuming you're still on FetLife, right? I'm not actually. So just Um, what is the the website for people to know about that it's a good one now that you just said? I didn't hear that. Uh, it's called Lifestyle Lounge. Um, oh, Lifestyle Lounge. Yeah, it's more for couples um, or single people who want to be with couples. Oh, okay, cool. And so yeah. that's where you've been getting a lot of your action from. But let's just start out with because you just like dropped this thing about this NBA player guy, right? So <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna name names, right? But you're on like when you were on um, Plenty of Fish. Did he say that's like that like that's what he did, or like did you know who he was? Is he well known, or is he not well known? I didn't know who he was, but um, he played for my home state, and when I even said his first name to somebody they knew right away who i was talking about and i don't follow up sports at all right right, right. So okay cool. i don't i'm not sure if you know but we did have a foursome once with uh him his girlfriend and then a team that was in town and that person i recognized the name but i didn't recognize the person and then when i brought it up to somebody later on they were like are you serious and i was like oh i don't know you <laughs> right, it's like a major, <laughs> it's like a big player. All right, so how, so you, so is he a black guy or a white guy? Black guy. 
Okay, so now you reach out to him because were you looking on Plenty of Fish? Because a lot of times people go on there to like date people, right? Are you still like maybe on the side looking to date people or were you looking straight up for hookups on there? You know, and that's interesting that you ask because I'm kind of, I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm certainly not opposed to it. I'm not going to mm-hmm. completely say, oh, you're looking for a relationship. I'm not going to even talk to you. Um, I, I always say I could um, be single for the rest of my life or I could meet my soulmate in line at the bank tomorrow and get married and have six kids. I don't know. Right. Um, I, I'm open to anything. I have no idea what tomorrow brings. I just try to live in the moment as much as I can. Right, so um, you, you sort of look around in all different avenues because you're open. Like yeah. if that happened, that'd be fine. But maybe you probably, I'm assuming that when you say you'd be open to a relationship, it would have to be sort of like an open relationship or, or would you have a monogamous relationship? Well, and you know, and I've spoken with people in the lifestyle about this, like, you know, were you both in the lifestyle when you met or did you, you know, get married, have kids, want to spice things up and go outside of it or how, and everybody's got a different story. Totally. Um, yeah. I've heard I the ball on my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really sure where the balance is. I mean, I kind of make it known right away that I do love sex and I, you know, have, for lack of a better term, been around the block. But, I mean, I don't completely open myself up and be like, oh, I've done this, this, and this, and oh, I've done that. Because, I mean, it would completely probably freak most guys out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. So, but what I, would I it look be- like for you if you could have like exactly what you wanted, and you met a guy? Would you want to have a relationship with a guy that, and you guys would be swingers? Would you want to be monogamous with him, like in the beginning, and then open it up? Would you want to just go into it where you were like emotionally monogamous with each other, but you would like just have sex with other people? Would it be women? Would it be men? Like, how does it look for you if you could have the perfect scenario? Well, and I can't a hundred percent answer that because I haven't been in a relationship in this lifestyle where the where I've been with a man who is with other women so I honestly don't know if I would be I can say till the day is done that of course I won't be jealous but until I'm in that situation I can't say that because I right. have well, that's no idea right. Right. That's why I asked, like, would it be something that you'd feel like maybe you'd want to just be with him and establish something first and then open up? You know, it's like all different. I've heard all different scenarios and I think all different things work for different kinds of people. And I think it probably depends on whether you meet somebody who's like, like, I think if you met a guy who was in the lifestyle previously and, you know, had had relationships like that before and was like sort of like a professional. Do you know what I mean? Uh You could probably get right into it with him and do that and navigate that situation and still build a relationship with that kind of person. But I think if you met a newbie like you kind of to the relationship thing, right, you might want to like you know, establish your guys thing first. And then when you felt comfortable, you know, because it takes a while, I think, to establish real intimacy between two people, right? And maybe it's better to like, do that first before you open it up, you know, and have a lot of conversations with each other and feel the situation out, you know, just so you know, and make sure that the person is someone you could trust and you guys, you know what I mean? And then open it up. And that's where I get kind of, you know, what do I do here? Because I don't want to freak them out right away. But I also don't want to lie about who I am and come yeah. across as, you know, oh, I, you know, let's get married and have kids. Where in reality, I'm just like, 
uh, I've had five sons, um, <laughs> and I'd like to keep doing that. Yeah, yeah. So, you don't want to tell me you have five sons on a first date, but <laughs> you kind right. of want, yeah. <laughs> but like, I think if you, I don't know, I don't want to turn it into like a thing for you for like so much focus on it, right? Because like you're still just having fun. It's not really like you met somebody and you're really looking for a relationship and this is a problem for you, right? Like, I mean, you're still just having fun doing what you're doing, right? Yeah. And I do like I have a really excellent um, friends with benefits relationship right now Mm -hmm. where we we are good friends. Um, It's started like right off the bat where he kind of it was kind of when I was starting this whole thing mm-hmm. um so he kind of knew what direction I was going in um he knows everything that I do in fact he loves to hear about it you know he calls me up when he knows that I'm you know on my way home being like how to go how to go you know yeah um, so it's, that's working for me just fine Right mm-hmm. now. Um, now, would he be somebody that maybe you would wind up being more because you're friends, right? And you have like this yeah. great sex and you're both really on the same page, right? He obviously is into like, you know, seeing you or hearing about you with somebody else, which means he would love to see that, right? So would that be somebody that maybe you could potentially wind up with or you've been with him for so long? It's like that window of opportunity has passed. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Um, I don't really know if it's past or if it's something I would like to do. I just think it's such a great situation that we're in um, that I don't really want to change it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe down the road, if my mind in my mind I do want to change it, or if I meet someone else, or I like I said, I I barely go past you know what's happening today. <laughs> Sometimes hardly past what's happening tomorrow. So right, I mean and that's what makes you happy right it. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. It, it, really, it does. I mean, you know, it, when he comes over here, I you know go hang out at his house. We don't always have sex. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we just sit and watch TV or hang out or you know I don't know. Do you it's guys just, have sex with a, other people with each other, or is it just strictly no. you guys with each other? Just, How come you've just, never just done just anything it. freaky with him? Considering he likes to know about all your stuff, and why does he never participate? Um, well, he lives in my hometown. And I don't really, I, I see he was grandfather clause in because I say I don't do local because it is a smaller town and people do talk and things yeah. get around. And so um, that's why I travel outside. And it's just never been an opportunity where he's been able to come with me. Um, mm-hmm. So 
it just really has never presented itself. I'm so su- I'm surprised because you would think like like because if he was really really into it that he would you know because he's kind of hit the jackpot with you right. Not only are you friends with because I've been a friends with benefits with guys, but I'm not like doing all the stuff you're doing. You know what I mean? Like you're like the really good catch right because he's got this girl who'll just like fuck him whenever he wants doesn't cause any kind of problems right and you're probably a good lay and like you're really open and you're doing all these sexual things that he knows about i'm surprised he's not like hounding you to like get in your car and take these road trips with you for all these foursomes fivesomes you're having you know what i mean (laughs) considering he's like seems into it right because he likes to hear about it i'm surprised he's not like you know because normally a guy, if he was really wanting to do that, like, he'd make that shit happen. Like, I know that you say there's been no opportunity, but and you said you've been hooking up with this guy for a while now, right? Uh, yeah, a couple, maybe two years maybe. Yeah, yeah. years. So it's like, it's yeah. weird that, so maybe he just likes to hear about it. I don't know. Because you would think at well, this point he would have made that shit happen, you know? Yeah, it's surprising how many guys like to hear about that kind of stuff. You know, when when I kind of start to open myself up about it, um, to people that I have matter of, you know, somewhat dating. I don't know if that's what you even want to call it. It's surprising to me how many guys just really want to hear about it. About how, why is that surprising to you? Do you have, that's how guys are. <laughs> I mean, I, come I, on, look at this. Is why I get all these, this is why you're on my show. This is why everyone writes in that they want girls. Cause they love to hear, you know, they just love to hear about women and having, se- you know, it's like a turn on for them. It's like porn, and, but without, it's like a, you know, and they know the person, you know, and then they probably use those stories to jerk off and think about you later. I mean, come on. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> and you know maybe they're you know. thinking, but they also you know maybe they're just nervous to make that leap and sort of do what you're doing, you know, and go actually like live out the fantasy. Like maybe that guy that you know that once you know your booty call guy, like that he likes to hear about it and stuff, and it's like a fantasy and it's hot, but like maybe he's afraid or not interested in taking it a step further and really making it a reality because he can with you, right? Like, wouldn't you take him along? Um, or know, have a threesome with person, him? There was one person that asked me once um, about doing, a, I think, doing a threesome. And I was like, I've never taken anyone on my adventures before. Like, I didn't, it, it hadn't even crossed my mind to bring someone with me. But also at that point, like, being with a lot of couples, like, Lifestyle Lounge is a, is a mostly for couples. Mm-hmm. And when I first joined, I mean, I was hounded by couples because there are the so few of the single females that I couldn't even totally keep up. So for I, me to go in it as a couple, I would just be one of the other couples. Again. Yeah, yeah, so, you're totally right. I literally just had a guy, and I don't know when I'm going to air this episode, but the one that I just aired was a guy recently who was talking about how hard it is if you're a couple to find a single woman, you know what I mean? Like the single woman that isn't, yeah. So you have to go for, you know, uh, other couples or marry people, you know, because, and we talked about that. Like, why do you think others say, and then it was like, you know, maybe they get attached or because they don't have somebody yet. You know, there's all these reasons I think we discussed why that wouldn't be, but you really are that girl that will do it. And you come as a single person and you will be a part of a threesome and there's no problems there. Yeah, like I'll hang out with you for a night and like we'll go out for drinks and then go back to their place and then... And you'll screw them both? Yeah. Yeah. You're very bi, right? You're with women, you're with men. Um, Um, Like I never consider myself bi. I'm very bi-comfortable. 
Oh, come I on. Have, on the first episode, there was a girl. I, have, like, I was going to say, I have dated a girl, um, but it was yeah. because we were, we when we discussed it, we were both just like, she's like, I'm not gay. And I'm like, well, I'm not really either. Gay and bi is very different. I, I do like to mix it up, and I don't mind females at all. Um, I w- don't ever, but, you know, who knows? I may meet a female of mine at the bank tomorrow and completely fall in love. I have no idea. So, but, no, 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 but you have sex with women, right? Yeah. Yeah. More than just that one on that you talked to me about on episode 92, right? Have you had sex? Like when you're doing these threesomes with these couples, you're with the wife too, right? I'm assuming? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So A lot of them though, a lot of them like to see me with their husbands. I don't. Right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what the, I don't know why, but I, I like to, fuck their husbands in front of them so it works yeah just the same reason why yeah yeah every i just yeah like i hear different things from different people but like apparently that's a thing the guy likes to see his girl with somebody else like everything's like a thing and you know we could Uh all some people are into it some people aren't but a lot of people are into that kind of stuff you you know that's what i've learned doing my podcast everybody's got their thing like what about jim he wears a suit oh jim's got a thing or you know i had a guy i had this really fascinating couple on recently that was well it was a guy but he was a part of a couple and they were like very christian and they they wound up like really like it was a long-winded story but at the end of it they're like a couple who now like she loves to see him with her friends fucking them and she loves to hear about him with other people he likes to see her and they couldn't believe that they were turned on by this they were not people that knew that you know and i was thinking about a long-term booty call guy that i had and like the last couple of years, he would always lie to me that he wasn't with other people. And I'd be like, did you just fuck someone? Because he'd always double dip and triple dip in a day, you know, like fuck mm-hmm. other people. And I knew that about him and I wouldn't care, you know. And towards the end, I'd be like, did you do anyone? And he'd be like, no. And I'd be like, you know, at this point, like if you told me, it actually like would help the situation. Like he would still be lying to me as if like I would give a shit. And I'd kind of be like, maybe if you told me, it would be like something hot. And that, and I started thinking to myself, like maybe that's something like I would be into because like why did I want to know that he was with somebody else before he came to me like I was like it would be kind of hot so I'm like maybe that's like a thing in me that I would like it so I think sometimes you don't even know like what you're wired to sort of want and after you're with somebody for so long your mind starts to sort of go in different places to get you horny right because you're like okay the same old same old right so I think that that's what happens with these people well and that's what I mean if three years ago if someone told me that I was going to be like this, I'd be like, you are out of your fucking mind. Right. That's what I said. That's what I remember. Yeah. You were like a relationship girl. We all have those friends. Like I'm the opposite. Uh I'm like a never in relationship, you know, more single person. You're like, you're the, you were the girl that would go from long term relationship to another long term relationship. Like you were always that. Now you're like, single not only just single but like and you were monogamous in all your relationships Mm -hmm. and now you're not only like you know you're single and you're sleeping with a lot of people and you're literally like going on these road trips i mean this is like a thing that you put a lot of energy into you know it's not like i do put a lot of energy it's not like the random hookups and you're calling in to be like oh i was drunk kathy and i like fucked a couple it's not like that situation like this is like you're a professional like you know what i mean this is like a business for you and i don't know what that other business is that you emailed me about but we'll talk about that 
but like, I mean, this is something you put a lot of work into and it's a big part of your life at this point. This whole other sexual thing. I think it's so fascinating because I hear from guys all the time, guys are sucking dick and getting fucked in the ass and like, but I'm not bi. I've never had a girl on that's like, you know, doing all these kind of stuff with girls, right? And let, you know, I was like, but I'm not bi. <laughs> but bi and gay is very different. You know, bi is like what you are. You're very, you are bi. You're not gay probably you might like you said you might fall in love but like you have you're physically attracted to women sometimes right yeah and i think to some degree all females are and even all males are attracted to the same sex to a certain degree yeah absolutely it's a a scale yeah it's a scale and you're always going to find people on the ends of the spectrum it's a spec you know you'll have some totally hetero some totally homo but most people will fall somewhere in the middle and i always say it's like percentages Mm -hmm. right maybe you're 95 5 maybe you're 50 50 but i think the difference between gay people and bi people is like bi people are like just sort of sexually attracted to the opposite sex but they don't picture them like they never would feel romantic for that person you know what i mean it's not the person exactly exactly right right so you're bi Yes, you're bi, but you're you're not gay. You're bi. You have relationships with men, but you like to sleep with women. That's bi. Yeah. A lot of men can't even admit that they're bi. Like, it's just really funny. But even and then I was like, wow, like, even Molly can't admit. <laughs> She's like, yeah, Well, you're and bi. I think it's, for, for men, I think it's more of the double standard thing. Um, yeah. Where if you're, you know, then you're, if you're bi, you're gay. Where if, for females, if you're bi, then you're no but what no but you yeah but no but it's not a double standard actually because you did exactly what the guy did you said like i'm not bi like i don't think i'm bi it's like i will sleep with girls and everything but it's not like i'm gay like you switch you're when you were speaking about it you were talking about it like you were you were sort of telling me like you weren't gay but yet you said you you weren't bi what's funny is i have a lot of guys be like you're like a guy when it comes to this kind of stuff like you have the attitude of a guy you have the Mm -hmm. mentality you know like Mm -hmm. it's it's like you're the guy in the relationship when you know when guys are like oh i don't know if we can hang out again because i don't want to get married i'm like oh my god are you fucking kidding me like I'm yeah, well, like that's that what always all. happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. you attract those. You attract the opposite. <laughs> so you're going to get right. the guys like that want to marry you. Where and all the other girls are like, where are those guys? Because they're always the ones that want to get married. Is that what you're saying? Right? Like it's the opposite. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because that's what you're putting out. And, uh, you know, listen, uh, and a lot of guys would say that that's like, what, like, I mean, you probably have a lot of you might have a hard time sometimes maybe like finding a guy to have a relationship with you because some guys even though they would like want it in their wildest fantasies a woman like that they have that madonna horror complex where they couldn't maybe see you as a romantic partner like you, you know you'll face all kinds of things but there's a lot of guys out there that do what you do and are professional about it like you are and if you wind up meeting a guy like that you know, in this circle that when you're ready, probably emotionally to let yourself fall for somebody else, you know, you probably will do really well with that person. And I think it would be beneficial if it was a guy that was into the same thing. So you don't have to deal with like somebody judging you for all the shit that you do. Do you know what I mean? Because some guys that want to fuck you and do that stuff with you, but they don't see you as a, you know, they could make you feel wrong or they they put their judgment on you you know what i mean which is total bullshit you know so you probably would be better off with somebody that was really super open to it and maybe because they're doing it themselves because guys that i talk to on my show that are hardcore Mm -hmm. into the lifestyle they're like they're not like the player 
guys. They're not like scumbags. They're like good, nice guys, like normal guys. Most of the time, they have a lot of respect for women. They see women more as their equals. I find that the men, to me, because I have guys, friends, a lot of guy friends that are all different types, and my guy friends that are the ones that have the Madonna whore complex and like to fuck the, you know, sexy girls, but they would never date those girls. Like those guys are the ones that, you know, are not the kind of guys that live that kind of lifestyle anyway. Do you know what I mean? They're just not. Uh, The guys that I find that I talked to on the show that do, they're less Neanderthal men. They're not players. They're not that kind of guy. So they're like good guys that if you get in a relationship, but Let's get back. So that's your deal, right? So we've established already that you're bi. And people will have to listen to your first episode to hear how bi you are because I'm not going to let you say that you're not. You are. Because there's some hot female on female action. I'm sorry, Molly, but I have to pitch this to my listeners. This is what they all love. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, but let's get to your your stuff that you've done now, right? So you meet this guy on Plenty of Fish, right? He's mm-hmm. a NBA player. How does it come about that you wind up fucking him and his girlfriend and all this stuff happens on the first night you're with him? Um, I met him uh, downtown. We went out for a drink. He actually had a friend with him um, mm-hmm. because I was late getting there um, because, like I said, I lived a ways away. Yeah. Um, so he was with a friend and then the friend left and then we were walking back to his car. And I remember saying something along the lines of pretty much I'll do whatever you want me to within reason. And he's like, Oh, okay. And we get in his car and he just drives over to her house and I show up and I was like, Oh, so I guess this is what we're doing. I mean, you know, and I can always say no, if it's something I'm not comfortable with, I am not a problem saying no. But she was super nice, and, like, her and I bonded over music right away, and then we just got into it. And her and I are still really good friends. He actually texted me yesterday um, asking when I could come down next to party and hang out with them. Um, You know, they're they're great people. Wait, 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 wait. but just walk me through it a little bit more specifically. Like, so when you meet this guy, you've already been emailing with him, right? And so is it straight up like we're meeting to fuck like it's that kind of a thing, right? Nobody's pretending that you're going on like a real date, right? No, no. Um, I knew once you establish that you're in the lifestyle, it's kind of like an anything goes situation. Um, You kind of, in my in my experience, it's more of like I kind of find out when I get there. Um, but I also say that I have no expectations, and I also say the same for them, have no expectations from me because that way you're never right. disappointed. Um, right. So if I say I'm just, you know, it was nice to meet you. I'm going to go on my way. Don't be offended by it because not everybody is for everyone, you know. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. He could have been, you know, what well, he what you know, a former NBA player, very good looking. Um all around nice guy. And I could have just, I could have walked up and shook his hand and been like, all right, well, it was nice to meet you just because sometimes it's just not there and you can't help it. You can't force something that's not there. Um, right. There was, chem- you need chemistry, right? Or you just know yeah. when you meet somebody. So you go and you have a drink right. with this guy and he's just like 
you know, you guys are talking and everything and you realize, like you said, he's like really hot, right? He's very good looking. He's into uh-huh. you and you're like, I, I'm, I'm down for everything. And he's like, okay, let's go back to my house. And then his girl is there. And now at that time, though, you knew that he was married and had a girlfriend? Um, I had no idea. Okay, um, when did he tell you that? Yeah. When we got to her house, actually. Okay, so you drive to... I figured it all out on my own. <laughs> oh, okay. So he's like, okay, I'm going to take you someplace. Is that what he said? Like, what does he say? Like, I'm taking you to my girlfriend's yeah, house? Yeah, he's like, he goes, we're going to go, um, you know, down to... It was like a 20-minute drive. And so he's like, well, just follow me. And like, I, I mean... Had I thought he was luring me into some kind of crazy sex dungeon, you know, I probably would have said no, but I didn't get that vibe from him at all. Right. So we ended mm-hmm. up in an apartment building and it was, at, you know, and she answered the door and I had no idea. I thought for a second it was that we were going back to his place. Um, right. That's what I would think. It was her place. Yeah. And, and a girl answers, a little, right? And yeah, so now is she really hot too? too? She, yeah, she's, um, she was, I mean, she's, very pretty. Um, not, I mean, n- you know, none of us are model types, I guess. Uh, well, an NBA player can get a model type, like if he's good-looking and is the NBA player. Like, but she wasn't. She wasn't a model type. Don't you think? True, but she is. I mean, this girl is up for anything, and it's she's more of one. I mean, you should have her on your show because yeah. she, <laughs> she takes Give her my a whole email. new level. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, and that's exactly what the kind of person that he's looking for. They were actually looking for a third, you know, for a third girl, um, but they have such trouble finding them because they don't find the ones who, you know, everyone says they're okay with it, and then when it comes down to it, they're really, they do have their issues with it. Really, I don't. But isn't the third woman the wife? Because the wife knows about it, or she doesn't get involved with the girlfriend. She doesn't get involved. Oh, okay. She knows about it, um, but she doesn't get involved. Okay, so. so the freaky girl comes to the door, and she's kind of hot, and you realize when you get when she opens the door, okay, this is going to be some uh, sort of threesome with this girl and him, right? Yeah, yeah. And does and that, like, little, turn you on? Yeah. He was a little different in the fact where, um, like, I like to sit down, you know, have a drink, hang out a little bit. Uh, we didn't hang out for very long before this was all like swept up into me following him you know yeah yeah totally One he drink was more like out. i don't even need you know he's the kind of guy who's like i don't even need to know your name like i just want <laughs> you know i just want to <laughs> fuck where okay i mean that can be hot that can be fun but at the same time it's like i i want to know your name <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. um, i like to get to know a little bit about you just so when you're in the threesome or whatever what may have you, you have an idea of what they like, what they don't like. I mean, I have, you know, a thing where I don't like a certain normal body part of mine to be touched. It freaks me out. I've kicked your belly button. No, it's my knee actually. (laughs) Oh, your knee. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And I've like knee jerk reaction, literally kicks people in the face before because they don't know that. Well, I mean, if you take 20 minutes to sit and chat with me before we have sex, I'm able to tell you that. So, You know, just for that purpose alone is one of the many reasons I like to sit down. And I do like to have that rapport with people in chemistry. And, but this you know, guy was the- not into that. And he so he just brings mm-hmm. it to this girl's house. This girl opens the door. She obviously looks like she's down for some action too, right? Like yeah. you could tell she's yeah. a freak, right? She's, and she's like, and so you go in. And now when you see that scenario, like, I mean, you're there to have sex, right? You're like a highly, like, so are you like, wow, this is like, I've hit the jackpot. Are you glad that there's a girl there do you not like you know what i mean like what how bi are always, you is what 
Well, I'm glad that there's a girl there just for the sake of safety because, you know, right. a lot oh, of that's people interesting. I meet, right. I don't know mm-hmm. very well. And anything yeah, yeah. can happen. And it's a lot more comfortable for me to have a female there. Mm-hmm. Um, right. If we had walked into a, you know, knock on the door and like two guys answered the door or a guy or whatever, I may feel a little bit differently. Um, maybe that's part of the reason that I do like to be with females or amongst other reasons. Um, it's because I do feel more comfortable. Yeah, I get um, it. Just uh-huh. in a safety situation. So I right. know nothing, you know, it's just a little bit easier for me to, to ease into things when, when there's Right, so she, so you go in and now you know what the deal is right now. Do you guys start drinking or like you said, this guy's like right into like wanting to have action. Like, so do you, they just take you like right into the bedroom and you guys all start fooling around or what goes down that like, you know starts no um they mix drinks i'm not a big drinker so mm-hmm. i think i had one and then um then he was like i'm gonna take a shower and he just like you know took off all his clothes and went in the shower and i was like okay well i guess when he gets out of the shower that's what when it's going down and that's exactly what happened and it was i mean it was super fun like i, I had so, a great time so you fucked her and him and like her like what's what what happened or did she want to watch you fuck him like what was the sort of turn on there like what were they into um he's really into videotaping which was fine with me um she used a strap on at one point i know um i like the reason i like threesomes is because i do like to be the center of attention Uh um which is why i do like and it's I've only had a couple of the two guys in me. Um, I've had more of the, you know, the couple in me where they're, you know, that's where you can be on the attention because you're something new to them. So they're like, yeah, okay, totally, you know, yeah. I mean, the first time that first threesome I had um, with that one couple where they were like fighting over me almost, I mean, that kind of like more in jest than anything else. But I mean, that was, that turned me on more than anything. Right. Um, right. So that's like what you like about me. the two, the threesome is you being yeah. the new person and the person that everybody's into. So she's yeah. like, so you're Cause you, I'm not like that in real life. Like I don't like attention on me in, right. you know, in my normal day to day life. So mm-hmm. I was surprised that that was the reason that I, you know, one of the reasons that I really enjoyed it. Right. So he's videotaping. Is he videotaping while like you're blowing him and fucking him and he's still doing it? Or is he like on the side videotaping you and the girl together? Oh, no. Or he's all in the middle of, it? of all of it. Yeah. <laughs> all of it. Right. Like, okay. I, looked, I saw one. Actually, I just looked at the pictures not that long ago. And like, it's a picture of me. And then behind me is her filming us. So I'm like, oh, there were two cameras going at that point. I had no idea. <laughs> Oh my god, that's hilarious! So yeah. she she had a strap on and fucked you too, uh huh? And he and you fucked him, and then you did yeah. her, and she did him, and like so everything went down between the, all of you guys. Yeah, I did. Right. I mean, a couple of months ago, I had a foursome, and it was me and three guys, and I was so glad that I have the minute and a half of video that I do because there's so much going on that I couldn't really like be in the moment of it because it, there was just you know legs and arms and dicks flying everywhere i just really oh my god slow down okay the foursome <laughs> we gotta get to the foursome because wait this this nba player eventually so you have a great time with them right and you oh, yeah. right and so when does it happen that you meet another because you had a foursome with them right or like you met another nba player when they were in town playing a game and that their girl through like, them what? yeah i actually went down there they have like the standing date every time the team is in town um every year 
they have a threesome, and then this time, and I don't know if often they are they have a second girl, but this time they brought me with, so it ended up being a foursome. So it was already okay. Like so it was the guy. So the on. so the threesome is that they have another guy there, right? When you the, said they have a threesome, they have another guy there, the other NBA player, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. And so they brought you along with him. And so the, at that time, you all did each other that time. Um, she we fucked him too? Coupled, we mm-hmm. were sort of coupled off. Um, I don't know if you know this about black men, but they're very large. And, yeah. for, you know, I, I can only take one at a time. She took both of them like a champ. I was very proud of her. I was, I aspire to be her someday, but I was right. like, I can't. You know, I was so glad she was there because I was like, she can, she can take it all. Because mm-hmm. if I had to do that, uh, I would would be able to right. Walk like really. she, you, you <laughs> needed to. She needed to help you with the, you know, do the yeah. work. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so and, that was good. How do you do the foursome with, with three guys? Um, that was. They were smaller. I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 not how do you do it? How does that happen? I mean, like I'm moving oh, on now to the next story. That yeah. actually <laughs> was. Uh, that was. I don't even, to this day, I'm still like, that was just too coincidental because I had actually was in town um, to help out a friend with somebody. I had to give a ride to somebody. There was a really bad storm, so I ended up staying in a hotel overnight. Well, the next day, checkout was at 11, and I was um, just about to check out and head home when I got a random text message from a friend that I had met on Plenty of Fish like a year and a half before. We had kind of stayed in contact a little bit, but you know, hadn't really met up again, maybe once up one other time. Um, and he's like, Hey, what are you doing? I go, actually I'm in town. Um, I was just about to head out though. And he goes, do you want to have a threesome? I was like, sure. <laughs> so uh-huh. I, I met him at a restaurant and the second guy showed up and then they were like, well, we were trying to get a foursome, but we didn't think he could, we don't think he could make it. And I was like, that's fine. So I got up to use the restroom when we were done eating. By the time I got back to the table, the third guy was there. So I was like, well, this is nice. <laughs> um, and one of the guys lived across the street from the restaurant. And so we just went over to his apartment. And, and these are white black guys. Like, cause you're into all different people, right? It's not like you're yeah. just strictly oh, yeah. into black guys. Yeah. Right. So th- no, these cause you used- white guys, um, the, the best part about it was I had the guy that I knew, so I was completely comfortable with him. I the One guy, the, his friend, the one that was there, that had planned on being there, um, he was like the funny one who kind of like kept the ice broken and, you know, kept it comfortable, you know, cracking jokes and whatnot. And then there was the third guy who was just drop-dead gorgeous. So it was like the perfect trio to have. It, right, um, right. What you'd all guy. want in one guy, but you got him in three different, <laughs> right? I did, and I got a portion out of it, so it was fantastic. <laughs> right, and, and we so went for four hours, I was exhausted afterwards. That's like a gangbang. I don't think you call it a foursome. I think you might call that a gangbang, right? I just I don't use that term because I just have an issue with it because my ex always wanted to do gangbangs and watch gangbang porn all the time, and it's just the whole thought of just the word itself kind of turns me off so i just really well that's what you had but we won't i mean i might wind up using it in the title though but that's okay right (laughs) that's fine well and you know the the girl from um the nba player's girlfriend um she actually had a gangbang 
And I right. was there for it, but I wasn't necessarily part of it. But I uh-huh. like I don't even know how to explain it to people because it was technically her gangbang. I was just there to kind of help move things along. Oh yeah, I've heard of like, this kind of. You were like the, the fl- like a fluffer of something. Yeah, sort. I don't know. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so fun. Were you like a fluffer, right? And when you say yeah. move things along, were you doing things for the guy? Were you doing things for the girl? Like, what were you doing? Were you like keeping no, the guys she was hard off on her own? Like it was her show. Like I, you know, she it was her deal, and that was fine with me. I was just kind of over on the sidelines, just kind of you know helping the other guys along until it was their turn basically but what do you could you be a little bit more specific when you say helping them along you're not like walking Um, with that like what are you doing no i was fucking them and giving them blowjobs and just so like if you you know to explain it it sounds like oh so you were part of the gangbang but when you're when i was there it was it was her birthday and that's what she wanted to do for her birthday and so it was her thing so i was just you know, and I was not any sort of center of attention on this at all. So that's why I'm like, well, it's really mine, but I did fuck everybody. So I'm not really sure how to explain it. <laughs> right, right, right. No, I totally get it. Yeah, it's so funny. Right. Because you're like, well, I wasn't really, you were part of the gang bang, right? Because that was like, yeah. but yet yeah, you were, you did fuck all the mine. guys. Yeah. You did fuck all the guys too, right? Yeah. How did you get invited to that? Because you just kept in touch with the girl and like you're still friends with her to this day, right? So she it was like her birthday and she's like, I'm doing a gangbang. Like, why don't you come down? Were yeah. there other girls there that were, you know, sort of the fluff girls no. or were you the only one? It was just me. And actually, I, they had uh, picked me up from the airport because I had just gotten back from Vegas and I had just fucked five guys in one day in Vegas. Oh my God, slow down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, did everyone hear that? She had just come back from Vegas and she fucked five guys in Vegas all at the same time? No, all totally separate. Oh, okay. So you went out to Vegas to meet a bunch of guys that you had like maybe set up through the website, I'm assuming? Absolutely not. Um, I actually went out with someone that I met on a normal dating site. Mm-hmm. Um, he was going out there for work. Said you and I jokingly said, "Take me with you," and he was like, "Oh, okay," and so took me with him. Well, with it before we even got to the airport, we realized we weren't the best traveling companions. Um, in fact, I really just didn't even like him at all as a person. So, oh God, <laughs> um, I've I been there. there yeah. <laughs> I did use the site when I got out there and um, used an excuse that I was going to get a massage down at the spa and had someone pick me up at the hotel. We went. He lived out in Vegas went out, went to his house. Um, the last day that we were there, this was, uh, this was the night before. And then the last day, the last morning we were there, the guy I was with, we had gotten into kind of like a fight over something ridiculously stupid. And Mm so I just used the site and they have this thing called a booty call. You can just put your profile up and say, Hey, I've got, you know, four hours to kill. Right. Mm-hmm. Who wants to hang out? So, <laughs> so you did. did four more because you said you fucked five guys while you were there. I only counted one scenario. You said you went like on the thing and you went to some guy's house and you fucked him, right? Yeah. And then the Where guy I the... was with. Okay. Uh huh. I still fucked him even though I didn't really like him, but I don't know. He was still okay. Um, right. And then you were staying was... with him in the hotel, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, and then, um, after there was about six hours between checkout and our flight leaving, so 
one guy picked me up and we went to his house. Um, another guy I met at his hotel, which was just down the street. And then the last one, I was already at the airport. He came and picked me up. We found a parking lot somewhere and I flushed him in the back seat and then he just dropped me back off at the airport. <laughs> oh, I feel like that's six people or no, five. That's only five, that's five. right? Okay, yeah. so, oh, right, because it's the guy that you're with and then four other guys, right? One is the guy yeah. in the house, one is the guy in the hotel. One guy, you're at the airport and you're still texting. What were you really early at the airport? I mean, how long did you have that this guy could come to the airport, go to the parking lot, do your thing, and then go back? Um, It was probably 45 minutes. And did you screw him? Did you blow him? Did he go down on you? Like, what did you do in that car in the parking lot? <laughs> um, Basically, I just fucked him in the back seat and then he brought me back. To the airport, and I mean, I was almost late for the flight, but right. And it. now, do and you use I, condoms with all these people? Yes, yes. Okay, always. You always do. Yes. And so, yes, and I'm and that guy, I'm assuming these guys, right, that you're meeting, that you're having these, you're not there that long, right? I mean, especially the guy in the airport. I mean, like, like you literally know this person for like two seconds, right? I mean, yeah. you meet him, you get in the car, you say, okay, let's go in the thing. You know, you fuck that. You should be a prostitute. Like, because you, I mean, only because like you could make more money on the side. Like, oh my God. <laughs> if it was legal, I would absolutely love to be. I right. Mean, you it's, would make a good and prostitute. And it's the fact that it's something that I enjoy doing. It's something totally. that I'm I'm good at, and and I, it's something that you do, you want to do. I mean, it's not something it's that something you, that you know I want to do. I would yeah. Instead of getting well, up and going into my regular job, I, if I could get up in the morning and go have sex all day, I mean, maybe right. after a while it'd get a little exhausting. But no, but right now you're not. Time. It's what you're doing anyway. It's so sad that you can't monetize it. <laughs> so I know. For me I did. Say. You know what? I did try that the sugar daddy websites for a little bit, but. They're not any a whole lot different from other sites. Right, right, right. Yeah. And it's a, yeah, yeah, and then it's a very different kind of situation. But no, you'd be like the good, because you just like well, these one-offs, like the guy in the, the, you know, like you could just literally meet a strange man, go in his car, fuck him. And like, you want to do that. Like, I mean, you're having orgasms with all these people. Please tell me you are, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, okay. I, and that's mostly me. There was a time where, um, you know, and I go through, I don't want to say bad bouts of sex and good bouts of sex, but, you know, sometimes some are just better than others, you know. Of course, um, that's normal. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And there was kind of, you know, there'll be stretches where I'm just like, you know, fourth guy in a row where I'm just like, oh, well, I'm glad you got off, but, you know, and then you haven't, case, right. But what the fuck am I supposed to do for the rest of the night? You know, like, I got nothing out of that. Um, and those are just people I just never call again. You know, if they call me again, mm-hmm. or I'm just like, well, you know, if you would have cared enough to at least attempt to get me off, but no, you got yours, and then you either fell asleep or right. Or you you like, definitely make it a long term thing. Yeah, right. Why do I mm-hmm. want to see somebody like you again? Like, no. Yeah, but the whole I, point I is that you're really getting tur- like because I've had people call in and they're like, yeah, but I don't get off and I'm like I don't understand that like, like you're doing this because you're horny because you like to come and like you're fucking all these people like you could literally meet a guy in an airport you don't even know him for two seconds 45 minutes you go in the back you fuck him you have a full on orgasm you have a good time and then you get on a plane and you come home and then you have you go to this gangbang right now when you go to this gangbang do you know that you're gonna do you just think you're gonna be watching or do you kind of know you're the fluff girl I kind of knew my role. I think it was more, I don't think they had like a role for me, but that was the role that I 
I guess, wanted. Um, mm-hmm. So you went th- really knowing no that you were going to have some... Right, right, but you went knowing that you're going to be getting some action too. I mean, it's not just oh, going to yeah, everybody sitting sure. around eating birthday cake, watching the birthday girl fuck a bunch of guys, right. Right? right? So you go. So after you get off the plane, they pick you up. Okay, mm-hmm. so we all know that you just fucked the guy in the parking lot, right? You get on, yeah. like, and you go back to this house and you fuck five more. Like, how many guys were at the gangbang again? Well, we all met at the bar, um, and there were. I want to. I'm, uh, maybe there were four. I can't remember if there were mm-hmm. four or five. Mm-hmm. I know for sure there were four. Right. So you fucked five, yeah. four more guys there, four right? More. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fluffing them for all night long. And then how do you have this gangbang of your own? That, well, wait, we, I think we already discussed it. That was the four, that was the guys, right? You don't like to call it the gangbang. Right. <laughs> the, <laughs> um, right. Yeah. That was the, that was the three guys that I met at the restaurant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and we got into the whole gangbang thing because you don't like the word gangbang. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about this business that you have? Like, does that have anything to do with this whole? Actually, it it does. Um, because I blew a guy in a hotel bathroom for two hours. Three months later, I'm part owner of this company. <laughs> it does Wait. have something to do with the other. <laughs> Okay, so where did first of all you said you netted two trips to Vegas? Does this guy live in Vegas or have anything to do with Vegas or no? No, actually, okay. three trips to Vegas. The second one and the third one were with the same guy who is just another kind of friends with benefits that I met through the through the website. He's a great guy. He's a good friend. Um, the second time, the first time we went, we just went because he wanted a vacation and brought me with. And the second time, it was. Um, a bunch of people on vacation from his hometown and it was all couples. Like, I mean, we're talking like dentists and teachers and, yeah. uh, you know, and he was, it was like 30 people and he was the only single male that was going to be there. And so he asked me to go with, so he didn't have to be the only single male on this trip. And, you know, and I, like I said, I'm not a big drinker, so I'm not going to go and like get all shitty wasted and make a fool of myself and just be stupid. You know, I, I go and I, you know, gamble maybe a little and, you know, it's Vegas. Have fun. I like to go out and see things and, you know, I'm but do you up know for that anything. In Vegas, and, in Vegas, you know, you can, uh, it, prostitution is legal in Vegas. You know that, right? Well, yeah, but I don't really want to live in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, but whenever you go there, I think maybe you could just be a prostitute. I mean, it's so terrible that I'm like trying to force this. Point. <laughs> but I mean, well, like, I mean, what do I do? Stand on a street corner and just, you know? No, please. <laughs> what are you kidding? Let's go I do a little googling. No, there's like these websites where very professional women go on and post things, and people say things about guys. Like it's a whole thing. I forget what episode. I could put you in touch with a guy that only hires high end escorts. Are you, how, what are you on a scale? going out there for a little bit of time and just like, I don't know. That's what they I'm do. Old. It's like what strippers do, but you would be doing, you know, that. Um, because, I mean, like, you're going to, there, you're fucking on those five guys. Like, what if you could make a thousand a, a guy, you know? Oh, you, I would love it. Yeah. I would absolutely love it. That'd it's probably the most terrible <laughs> thing that I've ever done on my podcast, but I really think that you should do it. <laughs> I mean, I am, I do like to give people advice. I don't listen. I don't think that prostitution is a bad 
thing. I think it is a sad thing because I think a lot of women do it for the wrong reason. And that's horrifying to me. And I would love to help those women get out of prostitution. You know what I mean? But as someone like you who clearly has their head on straight. I mean, you're not even drinking barely. You've said 10 times in this episode that you don't even like to drink. Like, this is something that you're doing because you enjoy it. You're completely clear-headed. It's exactly what you mm-hmm. want to be doing at the time. You're doing it safely, you know, and, uh, you know, and you, why not? Like, you would be the perfect, I, you know, prostitute. <laughs> it's like, And I wouldn't feel, I wouldn't feel bad about myself for doing it. Um, it's not like, oh, I'm spending money on something horrible, so I need to make money quickly, and so I'm just going to sell my body because it's all I have. Like, that's, I work two jobs, you know? I, yeah, no, no, you're not, no, that's the girl that you feel sorry for because that person is, like, confused, and, you know, that's a person I would help get out of the business, right? Yeah. I don't think that that's the right thing to do it, and I think that that's horrible, and I feel for that girl. Like, that girl probably was abused when she was, you know, and it's a, there's a lot of stuff going on there, you know, and same with strippers yeah. that do it for that reason, but, you know, I think some people, and you, I think the majority of women that are doing these kind of things are doing it for the wrong reasons, I think the majority. I think, though, that there are people, though, women that are doing prostitution, and you know, and stripping, you know, that are doing it because they want to or and porn is the same thing, you know, you're somebody mm-hmm. that like enjoys it. So like when you go on these trips, you've been to Vegas now three times, you said you could be monetizing it in Vegas because it is legal. And there is a way yeah. to do it. And you probably should look into it. But you know, I don't want to get too like, like, because I, I just feel like people are like, you're just a fucking asshole, Kathy, because people are very anti stuff like that. I think, you know, a lot of people um, but oh, yeah. I don't think that they should be for you if they listen to like what you're doing and what you're into and how and you know it's like why wouldn't you especially if it's legal I'm not telling you to do something legal, illegal I think that, that would be wrong you know but you've gone to Vegas three times right so how do you meet mm-hmm. this guy that you blow for two hours do you just like blowing guys like why are you blowing him for two hours it's a long time oh no I met him on Tinder okay um, I was actually in town for a concert um, I was staying at a hotel, uh, downtown and, you know, I had friends staying up in the hotel room and I, we had actually met a couple days prior and had been chatting on Tinder, um, for maybe three or four days. Uh-huh. And I mentioned that I was going to be down for the concert. And then when I got down there, he said, well, what hotel are you at? And I told him, he goes, I live like six blocks away from there. And I was, so I met him at the hotel bar, uh, just for a drink and then we just kind of like walked around downtown. It was late at night, um, stopped into maybe a bar or two. He had one drink at each one. We had, he was walking me back to the hotel. By then it was like two in the morning. Um, so there was no one around. Um, because it was a downtown hotel, you needed a key card to get into the lobby bathroom. Mm-hmm. So he was walking me to the elevator. I was like, I'm just going to use the restroom really quick. And I was like, oh, you need a key card to get in here. So like, you would hear if somebody was coming in. And I I am not someone to make the first move. Uh-huh. A lot of people are surprised by, but I just really, it's just something I don't very often do. So I even surprised myself when I walked out of the bathroom and he was standing there waiting for me. And like, we had been, you know, hanging out for probably the last two and a half hours. So I walked out and I just grabbed him by the shirt and dragged him in and shut the door and just started going at it. And then, two hours later, you know, 
we walk out. (laughs) But let me ask you this. Was it because you were just like super attracted to him and had like really good chemistry with him? Do you think that's why you became so aggressive with him? Or do you just think maybe you had a a stronger drink that day? Like It might have been the cocktail. I think it was a little bit the cocktail. A little bit. He was definitely putting out the vibe that he was for it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm always for it. So I really, you know... (laughs) And we had been talking for three, four days. So, you know, I felt I knew him at least a little bit. So you Um, gave him such good head that he literally was like, I want you to, you know, be a part of my business. (laughs) Well, it's it's hard to explain without, like, revealing too much about myself. Right. Um, But I have some business experience that he needed for the company. Uh Uh-huh. and he had been kind of looking for someone with this experience. Anyway, right. He actually, yeah. So I actually would, it was about three months. Um, I didn't know this at the time, like for these three months until it was presented to me by him, where he's like, I just want to make sure that you were a, a decent, trustworthy, you know, person who wouldn't totally fuck me over and knowing you for three months and hanging out and, you know, kind of dating but not really he didn't know you know what i did but obviously if i'm gonna blow him in the bathroom for fucking two hours the first night that we actually meet yeah he has an idea of how i am so uh-huh. but he's like you're you know you're uh you're a mom you work two jobs you know you come down here just to blow off steam and have some fun he's like you're a very normal person and i am a very normal person That's yeah i like to think um so he trusted me enough to sign me on for it. And I, there's not a whole lot that I have to do for it. Um, in fact, he moved out of state just a couple of weeks ago. So, But you're still a partnership kind of, in this business and you're making yep. some money off of it. Yep. So that's great. Yeah. So I'm like, when people want to look down on me and call me a slut, which, by the way, I take that as a compliment. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I let say, me oh, ask look where it's gotten me. <laughs> but you do live a very double life. There are, right? So who's calling you a slut? Most of the people that you're with, right, are doing the same thing with you and you're involved in these scenarios with people that are right there with you. So none of those people are calling you a slut, right? And you're not really sharing it with people in your hometown really that much, right? So like who calls you a slut? Well, it's just the fact that um, a lot of my friends are married with kids and, you know, just the fact that I'm single and that I date, um, you know. Oh, my God. Imagine they knew what you were really doing. Time, that's going to get me called a slut. So oh, well, then you're a, the biggest fucking slut that ever existed to them because if they heard and what I you're really doing. Oh, my God. That's, <laughs> that's hilarious. You should just like bring cupcakes over their house every day and act like so Pollyanna. Just so that and <laughs> just they, right after you fucked five guys. <laughs> should go over to their house after a gangbang and just like hang out and chill with them what they don't know but let me just tell you you don't know what's going on in their house too i have married couples calling me well i have guys and women calling me that are a part of america like people are all fucking each other and doing crazy things like you don't know what's going on with them either so don't feel like you're the only whore in town i mean and i know you wear well, the badge that of honor, or so that might be a bad thing for you absolutely miserable. <laughs> yeah you just don't know or they're happy i mean there's just i'm just saying like you just don't know, you know, and I just think everyone does what they want to do. And some people are doing things, a lot of people are doing things behind closed door. That's what my show is all about. So people shouldn't yeah, be 
sort of judgmental. And that's why I'm like, you know, they can tell me that. Like, I'm not going to run around and tell their secret, but it's like a but you don't tell them what you around and tell mine. No, <laughs> but you don't tell them your. You would tell you wouldn't you no. But if they told you theirs and they were open about it, then you would tell them there. They wouldn't go tell anybody. Like, but everyone's keeping everything secret. You're keeping shit secret from them, and they're maybe <laughs> keeping secret you know, from you. You don't know. When it comes to that, I don't. I don't mind people knowing what I do. I could care less what people thought of me. It's just the. Like the judgments that they like that I have to put up with. Um, oh yeah, and you're a business person. You have out. to keep all that stuff under wraps. This is why I do my show and yeah. I talk about it all the time. It's sad why that people take sex so seriously and they give a shit so much about what other people do sexually, and then they define the whole person, you know, from what by their sexual sort of habits and it's so ridiculous right it really is because it's private it's personal it's what you want to do if you're doing it in a healthy way that's fine I mean some people are acting out some people some people men and women are doing you know using their body in a way that's harmful to them because they're being maybe promiscuous for the wrong reasons you know but if you're doing it for the right reasons is what you want it's and even if you're doing it for the wrong reasons and you're harming yourself why do people care you're not no one's harming other people when they're having all this fucking sex i think really deep down inside the people that are so judgmental is like because they're jealous because they wish they were they're probably the most secret horny deviant motherfuckers around do you know what i'm saying like probably because why else would you care why else would you care uh, i call it the jenna jameson syndrome i saw an interview with her once yeah where she's like the people who speak out about me the people who condemn me those are the ones I'm making all my money from because they are the ones that are secretly buying all my videos. Yeah. Truth, I know this. Because their their I, stuff I, is pent up. They don't yeah. have the courage to f- sort of maybe live out their fantasies or maybe they don't want to, f- some people, they don't want to live out their fantasies, but they don't even, they can't even come to terms with it because they have a problem with themselves. So they project it onto other people. But the, so it yeah. doesn't really make sense. So it's just like you're, you are very smart to keep your shit separate and keep it private i do hope that if you eventually wind up in a relationship it's with somebody that is very accepting of it and is right there with you is as normal as you are but yet is into this kind of stuff when it comes to sex because you could have like a really great relationship on top of having all this great sex when you're ready you know you had so many relationships you're probably enjoying being alone right now you know and that's a great thing it's probably really healthy for you to just like figure out who you are and be alone and live your life and have fun but eventually you'll probably wind up wanting to maybe be emotional with someone too you know and like I said I hope that it's with somebody that you could you know that is uh, on your same page and most likely it will because you'll probably wind up you know meeting someone within that circle you know it, it'll be easier that yeah. way if not it'll be messy and we could talk about it on my podcast and you could call in for advice well and it'll <laughs> probably be right before i start to lose my looks <laughs> well how old are you <laughs> how old are you i'm 39 oh you're 39 it's okay it's so you could keep your looks for a very long time now with all the stuff and and stuff so there's no you're not you're not going to lose your looks for any time soon so is you don't have to settle and anyway you know what i mean so yeah. I, I wouldn't worry about that. I mean, you'll do it when you feel like that you want to. I don't know. You know, maybe you never, you know, maybe when you least expect it, who knows. But 
like I have to say, like you really are like, I mean, I mean, people should listen to your first episode because there's a lot of stuff in. I'm sure there's like 15 more stories, right? Like, are there like tons of more stories? Because I have to wrap it up now. But like, are there so many more stories we could fill up a part two? Or like, should we just leave it for now? Is Do we cover most of the stuff that you've done since I last talked to you a year ago? You know, I'd have to look through my calendar. Because, <laughs> your I calendar. Mean, How could you least, forget? Yeah. Uh-huh. At a minimum, five or six stories, uh, at least a month. Um, but I honestly, off the top of my head, those were the best ones. Those are I, good I mean, ones. They're, they're Molly, let more. me tell you. <laughs> People are going to be very happy to listen to this episode. I lo- my favorite one, though, is the one where I answered an ad on Craigslist, and it was a guy that I'd already, the third time, it was a guy I had already hooked up with. You're kidding. The third time. Yeah. <laughs> For the third time, and he's still there, and you're still, well, you matches the guy you should yep. date. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is this so-and-so? He's, I go, do you still have my lighter or something like that? And he was just like, oh, yep. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so funny. And the funny thing that, that you told me in the email when you first emailed me is you said that when you meet people, you love my podcast because when you want to get them to know who you are and what you're about you just direct them to your episode right I I do I just say listen to this it's an hour and 20 minutes about who I am and you know if you want to continue call me back or whatnot and yeah so so (laughs) basically if I really want to know how many guys you fucked I could just like look at my uh I could just look at the stats every month and see like oh there was a lot of Look, in July, tw- like, I could, like, literally look through your stats and let you know uh, when people, you know, when there's been a big jump. We know that Molly's had a lot of sex, maybe another gangbang. I know you hate that word, but, like, you know, it's a good word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to get used to it. I used to hate it when people call me a slut. Now I take it as a compliment. So Yeah, yeah don't. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, don't <laughs> worry about it. And you are bi, okay? These are just words. You're bi. And that's... Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. You're bi and you've it. had gangbang. <laughs> I, I wouldn't cops. call you. <laughs> I wouldn't call you a slut because I just think that's so dumb. You just, you know, um, but I think you're awesome. I think you're doing it, you know, what you want to do and you're having fun. And these are great stories. And, you know, let's do like a once a year podcast with you because you, I'm sure you'll have more again or every six I months, you know. Yeah, you're my girl. <laughs> you're my girl. You know, I am more than happy to be that girl. All right. Well, you know what? Find a relationship, which actually might. Yeah. Well, we could talk about that too, because like, (laughs) yeah, absolutely. Like I would love to, to have a conversation with you when that happens, because it might be messy. It might be like either way, whichever way it goes, whether you meet somebody that it's, he's the same way and he's on the same page and it's good. I think it's interesting. Or if you meet someone and they're straight and you have to figure that out, that's interesting too. So, you know. I, I, I can't wait to see which way your life goes because you just don't know, you know. And wait, send me I that girl. Tomorrow. Send me the MBA girl's girlfriend. See if she ever wants to call in. Let oh, absolutely. Answer. Okay. She would love it. She would love it. All right. Well, Molly, thanks for another great fucking episode. I've cursed so much on this episode for some reason. But um, so thanks for calling in. And if anything major happens, like you meet a guy or you turn into a prostitute, can you please, like oh. you try that? Can you please let me know and we'll have a, we'll have another show. We'll tape first another show. First on my list. And probably only since I don't tell anybody else. <laughs> okay, cool. Your, okay, awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, this, Thanks, Kathy. All right, bye, Molly. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. 
Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.